Hello. Time for the show. And coffee. Coffee is awesome. I don't know that we'd sell enough of it. Could try. Three, two, one. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Today is Wednesday, April 29th, 2020. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. Feels a little, tastes a little weak. I'm gonna let that sit a little longer. See if I can strengthen it a little bit. Well, um, yesterday, yesterday was a pretty good day. What did I do? Uh, wrote some, wrote some stuff for some clients, and you know what else I did? I'm show you. Some of you will get this. The medal's out. I did what should be the final filming for the first season of Grandmaster J Money. It's all loaded up. It just needs to be edited. I started laying it out. Hopefully, knock on wood, that happens today. It may not. Um, so we'll see. And I don't know when we're going to air it because we've got a bunch of things going on. And I want to give it space. So, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe, maybe if I finish it in time, we'll debut it after Whistlekick Live next week. Maybe we'll, we'll do it like that. Use one show to promote a new show. I don't know. TV networks do that all the time. What else did I do? Went for a walk. Eat tacos. I'll tell you, the one thing I have not, huh. there are two things that I have not compromised on during this pandemic and quarantine. Sleep, I'm getting tons of sleep. I feel great. Um, and food, I've been eating really well. And I don't just mean like a lot of food. I mean, I've been spending a lot of time cooking. Normally I had to get all this work done in a shorter period of time so I could go do the things in the evening out of the house that often involved dinner with friends or at restaurants. Don't have to do any of that now. So I'm cooking better, which means I'm eating better, which means I'm healthier, I'm sleeping more, which means I'm healthier. I prefer the other way, but physically, this works. All right, let's see how the coffee's doing now. What if we had our own blend of coffee that was on like auto ship? It would have to be really good coffee for people to do that. We could name the varieties after martial arts techniques. Sidekick coffee. That's better, it just needed to sit longer. Uh, what else did I do yesterday? Cat, what did I do? The vet came over and checked out her leg. She's, she's 
got some arthritis. We have a plan. Watered plants. Had a call with Gabe about next week's Whistlekick uh, live show. My electric chainsaw finally arrived. It was a great day. Very simple day, but a great day. And what's today? More of the same. Wednesday, so I got to do all my money stuff. Oh, um, I told you yesterday that the new speed program, I should be getting feedback on that. That feedback finally came back last night. Um, I think the, the, the friend, uh, shout out to Craig, who I shared it with, uh, may not have realized how much was in it when he volunteered. It's, it's longer. It's far longer in the strength and conditioning program, uh, both in what the program is, but how much I wrote. There's way more information in it, way more to go over. Uh, but that feedback came back from him, and he thinks it's solid. So uh, next step is to share it with a few more people, and my goal still is to have it ready for June 1st, including the videos. So uh, I will get a few more people to look it over and we will proceed. I'm excited for that program because there's nothing like it out there. If you say, hey, I want to learn how to be a faster martial artist. And that that sounds arrogant to say and I, it feels... Stacy, I have no idea what that means. Li Ti Chan Chai. Oh, I get it. She's... There's, there's a delay, of course. Uh, she's referencing naming the coffee. Lee Tea, Chan Chai. <laughs> get it. Get it, Bruce Lee Tea. Jackie Chan Chai. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we would get permission to use those names in those ways. Uh, not without a lot of money, but... If we just did the last names, nobody would know. I like that. Uh... I think I was talking about the speed program. Yeah. So we're chipping away. What's next? What else I gotta do? What did I gotta say? What else are we doing today? Coaching some CrossFit this evening. I have a call with somebody. I, just, I remember. I color code my calendar so I remember there's something laid out that I have a call today. I don't remember. But that's what my calendar's for. Let's see what we've got to talk about today. Remember, if you want to ask me something or have me respond to something, drop it in the comments below and I'll answer or respond or whatever tomorrow. And today we've got five quotes from Albert Einstein, who you might imagine is someone that I think very highly of. Here we are, this guy has been, you know, did his work a hundred years ago and we're still finding things that he said and just now able to prove them. I don't know if we've debunked anything. Okay, so I mean, when we talk about true genius, Albert Einstein was a true genius. First quote. Weak people revenge, strong people forgive, intelligent people ignore. Yes, yes, uh, yes. It takes strength to forgive someone. Remember, everyone's doing what they feel is best for them, given the scenario. It is about them, it is not about you. 
weak people revenge. How often does that really happen? How often does someone really take action simply for the, simply to make someone else's life worse? It happens far less than people think. But because we're all in our own mind, the hero, the victor, the champion of the story, we tend to look at everyone else's actions from that perspective. I record this show as the center of my own life. If I said something, I could, let's say I said something that offended you and you felt took it really personally. I'm not saying that to offend you. That's not my goal. It would be because it's something I believe or maybe I misspoke or something. It's not about you. When I record this show, it's not about you, it's about me. But I share this show because I enjoy that. It brings me purpose. It brings me joy. It gets me out of bed. It has longer term impact on whistle kick, right? There are, there are reasons that we do it for, for what's going on here. You watch the show because of what's going on for you. I don't pretend that you watch the show for me. We're all the hero in our own story. So that, so the, the, the need for vengeance or the, the, the value of vengeance, there we go, is minuscule. It's, it is, it is a waste of time. There's another quote that responds to revenge, that the best revenge is not, not, a, not the dish served cold one, but the best revenge is, showing people, proving people they were wrong, something like that. When someone says you can't do something, just go off and do it. Don't argue with them, just do it. Strong people forgive. This is something that has taken me a long time. Um, and what was important about it was realizing that forgiveness didn't have to mean forgetting. There are many people I've learned to forgive. doesn't mean I want them in my life. Just because you've been forgiven doesn't mean we wipe the slate clean. Forgiveness means I am no longer going to hold any space in my mind, in my heart, for whatever it is that I feel you did that wronged me. I'm not going to waste the energy on it. It's not worth it. And then finally, intelligent people ignore. If someone is not on your level or does not matter, has no impact on your life, why does their opinion matter? Why does just, why do the words of someone who clearly is not your, your biggest fan or supporter or whatever, why do they, they hold weight? Now, I understand this is easier said than done. It's all e easier said than done. I catch, excuse me, I catch flack through Whistlekick. I have people criticizing quite a few of the things I do. 
the guests we have on the show, our products, decisions I make. Everybody thinks they know better. So many people have come to me and said, all you have to do is, I tune out when someone starts with starts that. If, this, if you th really think the solution to a complex problem is that simple, you're wrong. And as an aside, when people post that on social media, all we have to do is, they're wrong. They're wrong. No solution starts with, all we have to do is. But I'm getting better, and I learn that, hey, just because someone posts something under our Instagram post doesn't mean I have to respond to it. It's rare that I delete it, but if it's just somebody being a jerk, the best thing to do is just leave it, that, leave it there with them being a jerk because then they look like a jerk. Number two. Everybody is a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it is stupid. I believe everyone on earth has one thing that they can do better than anyone else. But I think most people give up trying new things so early that they never find. And in the martial arts, the example I use is Bill Wallace. Was Bill Wallace the greatest kickboxer? Maybe. But you know what he is? He is the greatest kicking teacher that has probably ever lived. If you have attended one of his seminars, you know what I'm talking about. This man found his destiny, and that's why he's been doing it for so long, so well. And what's he been doing? He's been doing seminars for 40 years, 45 years. Absolutely phenomenal. And you can tell he loves doing it. And the people there love learning from him. That is a true, that is true genius. That is a gift that no one else has to that degree. And I think if more of us spent more time figuring out what our genius was, the world would be a much better place. What's mine? I have some ideas. It, it's, it's not running a martial arts company, but it has to do with the things that we've got going on here and connecting some of these dots and um, bringing some things forward, you know, in the martial arts world. You know, it. it um, Maybe this isn't the thing that I, I can do the best, but it's the thing that I'm doing. And I will continue to experiment and work within it until we find the angle that works that I am the best at. It is, it is okay to try new things and fail. And most of us, once we hit you know our mid-20s, we're not okay with failing anymore. Failing or, uh, honestly, the word I prefer, um, making mistakes. It's part of humanity. How do we learn? By screwing up. Everything we do is because we figured out what not to do. 
it's it's really most most of us that's how we live life it's a constant elimination of what we don't want to do or shouldn't do but we stop eliminating things keep eliminating things keep honing in on whatever it is what makes you happy what makes you money what makes you excited what helps you learn find those things knowledge and ego are directly related the less knowledge the greater the ego Ooh. I agree I think it's ego that gets in the way of knowledge the more ego you have the less you're willing to learn because to learn to, to, to gain knowledge requires the admission that you don't have it ego on the other hand suggests that you do we see this all the time in martial arts don't we the people with the biggest egos don't take classes they teach them the people with the biggest egos to use Bill Wallace as an example again come to Bill Wallace seminars and don't take the class I've seen this a number of times they come and they realize oh I'm gonna have to kick I'm gonna have to kick next to the best kicker of the last 50 years oh I don't know that I want to do that I don't know that I want, put, want to put myself out there in front of people so they sit in chair and they watch and then they try to come to dinner with us after it's not usually too keen on that he respects work he respects putting in the work the training he wants to see that you're getting better he wants to see that you progress he wants to see that you're willing to work hard And you can apply this to anything, any place where you have the opportunity to learn. The most egotistical people have the least knowledge, but they hide that fact by not presenting it. They'll show you where you're wrong, which as far as I'm concerned is just the adult version of bullying to make themselves feel better. really a shame my favorite thing one of my favorite things in the world is putting on a white belt whether that's literally putting on a white belt or just presenting myself to someone with with knowledge and saying I want to learn everything teach me I will I am so happy to learn over the last few months what have I learned I've learned how to make birch syrup I'm learning how to be how to uh, take video editing to the next level um, I'm learning more about bookkeeping and and QuickBooks I got QuickBooks certified last week um, I've come up with three or four new recipes in the last month I love to learn and because of that, because of this, this, this willingness to learn, 
it is very rare that I'm in a situation where I don't have something to contribute, where I can offer some of what I've learned to other people. It doesn't mean that I cram it down their throat, but I'm open to it. I'm, I'm open to sharing, and I'm open to learning from the same people. Everybody's got something to teach. The, the, if you've worked with white belts on the first day of training, you've watched them do some ridiculous things that you never would have imagined the human body could do or that someone would think made sense. And you could watch that and say, I didn't know you could do that. They taught you something. They made you a better teacher. Learn from yesterday, live for today, hope for tomorrow. The important thing is not to stop questioning. Learn from yesterday. Take the lessons you can. Understand your mistakes, your, your, your successes, and incorporate that knowledge into how you act in the future or in the moment. Live for today. So many people delay happiness and dreams, waiting for things. Oh, I'll do that when this happens, when this happens, when this, do it now. There is, tomorrow is not guaranteed. If there's something that you truly want to do, find a way to do it or start doing it or plan for doing it. Get, get one step forward. An object at rest tends to stay at rest. If you are not working towards your dreams right now, you will, you're, you're, you're missing out on the opportunity. There's always a way. And if, when, if, if you're not willing to find a way, you will find an excuse. The example I give about this when, when I generally talk about it is when I say, show me your calendar or show me the way you use your time, I will show you your priorities. If you tell me you don't have time for something, you're telling me it's not as important as the things that you spend your time on. And that gets pe some people really mad. Well, no, because you don't understand that those are excuses. If, let's, let's take the example of martial arts. Let's say someone wants to learn martial arts, but they say they don't have time. I used to train when, when I was a kid, and uh, I, don't, I, I would train now, but I don't have time. Okay. Do you remember anything that you used to do? Yeah. Could you spend five minutes a day remembering and going back over what you did? Well, yeah. So why don't you? Because I really want to get into a class and, oh, okay. How about all the videos out there that you could, you could start doing? Because it's better than nothing. But I really want to go to a, a nah. So your desire to have something so specific is more important than having something. You'd rather have all or nothing. That's silly. If I can't have a million dollars, I'm not gonna have any money. If I can't have my dream home, I'm going to be homeless. If I can't have my dream car, I will walk. The important thing is not to stop 
questioning. If you think about this as a continuum, we always have a yesterday, we always have a today, we always have a tomorrow. And if we're constantly learning from yesterday and applying that knowledge to today, it constantly improves the options for tomorrow. There are no shortcuts. There are no guarantees. But there are an infinite number of opportunities to make iterative progress. Every time you throw a punch, you have a chance to make that punch a little bit better. And if you continue to do that every day, how good does your punch become in 20 years? Amazing. And our last one for today. Failure is success in progress. It's our last Einstein quote for today. Failure is success in progress. Now, if you know me, you know I don't like the word failure. Failure, um, of course, Einstein may not have said this in English. He was German. Uh, Swiss, sorry, he was Swiss. Um, English was not his first language, so these may be translated. But in English, at least in America, we tend to think of the word failure as a rather final thing. When we say someone has failed, it's generally past tense. It's done. When we say you are failing, it's not over yet, but if you were to stop right now, you would be done. I don't like that. I don't like the finality because I don't like people giving up. When you say that you fail, it means you've stopped trying. Very few things in life have that finality unless you call it quits. Sure, school, there's a time period. You have to get this much work done by this period of time to a certain degree, to a certain standard to not fail. Yeah, I understand that. But what about the rest of life? If you fail your next belt test, does that mean you're done? You're done in that examination, at that opportunity, but it gives you the opportunity, the chance to learn and to get better for next time. So I prefer to, in that context, you didn't pass your belt test. I think if we use more positive language when we talk about standards and whether or not someone succeeds or not, it's okay to not pass. It's okay to have a high standard. I mentioned earlier that I was QuickBooks certified last week. I didn't pass the first time I took the test. I had to go back and review some sections and through in that process I learned more and then I passed on the second chance. Great. It's okay to not be perfect at everything all the time. In fact, here's a great example of why it's important. If you've spent time teaching children in martial arts, you've likely seen that there, once in a while, you get a kid come through who just has a natural aptitude. They know how to move their body, they listen, they can correlate your words to their actions, and they get good fast, and they, they progress faster than most children. 
and they reach some point uh, in my observation it's usually it's not black belt but usually red brown maybe just before depending on the way belts go in the system where they hit a wall where things all of a sudden aren't natural where the complexity of the movements or the length of the forms or the expectations they are held to are higher but because they did not develop this resiliency and learning how to get better at things they struggle oh what do i do now and unfortunately most of those kids quit because it's not fun anymore because they the the encouragement they received wasn't about their hard work it wasn't about their persistence it was about their success one of the worst things you can do for a child is applaud them only for their success not their effort if you can show them if you can encourage them based on effort and not result you build a much happier kid you build an adult who understands that hard work is something to be valued not simply winning not simply succeeding passing hitting the home run whatever The more opportunities we have to try something, to make mistakes, the more we learn. Um, and I'll end this off with, with uh, one final thing. That's redundant. Anyway, there's a podcast I listen to called How I Built This. Uh, it's a, a public radio podcast. And at the they interview successful Hey, we're breaking 30 minutes. I don't know that we've done that before. They interview successful entrepreneurs. So, of course, I listen to this. I enjoy this. One of the things that they ask at the very end is, how much do you attribute your success to hard work? And how much do you attribute it to luck? And people tend to be pretty humble. But you know what? Those two things come together. The harder you work, the more opportunities you have for luck to find you. Think about the lucky things that have happened in your life that have brought you to where you are right now. The people you've met and just the, these random occurrences. The harder you work, the more you get out of the house, the more you talk to people, the more you create opportunities, the more likely one of them is going to result in something very fortunate that changes your life, changes your business, changes your martial arts path. So be willing to create space for luck to find you. Great questions, great quotes today. Thank you, as always, to Frank for making sure I have stuff to talk about. Talk about, I appreciate that, my friend. All right, if you wanna ask me a question, if you wanna leave me a comment, drop it below. If you're new to this show, make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications because we do a new episode of First Cup every weekday morning at 6.30 a.m. Eastern. Remember, we have an audio feed, so if you want to listen to it, you can download the audio podcast. Just search for First Cup with Jeremy, and you should find it. Uh, that's it. Have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow. Peace.